This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, y'all. Happy Wednesday. So I don't know if some of you guys do or don't follow the Instagram at Polished144, but you definitely should for times like this where in today's word, I'm going to be referencing some things that I posted on there. So on yesterday, I posted a new blog and it's titled God Positions and it talks about people in their role in our lives. And on Monday, I put up like this little poll on the Insta story and I asked people, did they want to blog about transition or if they wanted to blog about people in their role? Because I have that on my heart right now. And today, when I was studying for today's work, God made me realize that I had both on my heart because they go hand in hand. If you look at a person who transitions to a new level, everything attached to that person must shift as well. Their way of thinking, their way of acting, their way of carrying themselves, sometimes their way of dressing, the people attached to them, everything must shift in order to align with the new space that they're in. In the blog that I posted last week, I talked about how God revealed a new level of my purpose to me, which explains why I have transition in people's role on my heart. So that's what we're going to discuss today. Shifting seasons, stages of separation. You ready? If you have a notebook or journal and you want to take notes, I'm going to be coming out of the book of Matthew and Mark. Matthew 17, 1. Matthew 26 37 and mark chapter 5 verse 37 shifting seasons are seasons where god reveals something new to you whether you just got baptized and you decided that you want to give your life to christ so now your actions your words your thoughts the people around you all have to align to match that shift that you just made in this current season that can be god revealing his purpose to you that can be moving to a new state that can be getting a new job that can be stepping into your career field that can be getting married those are all shifting seasons or transitional seasons where you have to change the way that you think you have to change the way that you operate and cause it to align to this new information to this new part of you to this new season in your life so the first point that i want you to write down is when you're in shifting seasons understand who your people are during these seasons in the blog that i posted yesterday i talked about three groups of people that you will encounter in your life which are also the stages of separation you have your supporters, your followers, and your purifiers. Being that we were created in God's image, we're able to use Jesus's life as a blueprint, as a reference to show us how to act in life. So Jesus had his supporters, his large crowd, all of the people that he healed, the woman with the issue of blood, the blind man that he used spit and mud to clean his eyes out, the little girl that he brought back to life. Like Jesus had a lot of supporters. In today's time, 
our supporters would be our turn up friends. You know, the friends that you only call when you want to have a good time. The friends that you only talk to on social media. They'll comment on your picture. They'll repost something that you said and tag you. But y'all don't really have each other's phone number. And y'all never been to each other's house. But they support you. Like, they're your supporters. Then Jesus had followers. These were the people that saw pieces of themselves within Jesus. I want to get where you are. I want to be more like you. I want to heal people like you. I want to be loving like you. So I'm going to follow you because we have a mutual purpose, a mutual path, or a mutual understanding. And following you will give me some type of personal gain. In today's time, our followers would be people who see our goals or people who see a school that we got accepted into, a job that we just got, a exercise that we're great at, our body goals, our hair goals. Teach me how to be more like you in this aspect. Teach me how to accomplish this goal like you accomplish it. You may or may not have each other's phone number, but if you do, you don't talk on the regular. You may get advice from them, but you're not going to hold it too close to heart because your relationship isn't that close. You're just friends, but it ain't that deep, basically. That's your followers. The third group is your purifiers. This your everything. This your godly community. This is, if she said, I'm doing it, my girl, ride or die, this your purifiers. Now, I don't know if y'all just like some Bible scholars, but I didn't think Jesus had like ride or dies or like purifiers because I'm just like, he loved everybody. He helped everybody. He was there for everybody. He healed anybody that had faith that he came in contact with. He was there for them. So God, why are you making me tie these two together? Who was his purifiers? Who was his ride or dies? God was like, girl, I'm glad you asked. Like. Matthew chapter 17, verse 1. Six days later, Jesus took Peter and the two brothers, James and John, and led them up a high mountain to be alone. As the men watched, Jesus' appearance was transformed so that his face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as light. So basically, Jesus then took them up to the mountain and he's showing them tricks. Just them three, not the rest of the disciples, not the supporters that he healed, but those three. But wait, there's more. Mark chapter 5, verse 37. Then Jesus stopped the crowd and wouldn't let anyone go with him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. Now, y'all know what this made me think about? You ever been at the club in line and then like the special guest or like the VIP crowd come through because at this time you humble so you in general admission so the VIP line come through and they like stop everybody and then the main person that got the VIP section like wave his hand for his friends to come out like come on bro like (laughs) we're not about to wait in this line that's what Jesus did with James John and Peter like he stopped the line and was like bro our table back here like come on in like they stopped trafficking everything just for those three people but wait there's more Matthew chapter 26 we're going to start at verse 36 Jesus was with the disciples that's the background so 36 says then Jesus went with them the disciples to Olive Grove and he said sit here while I go over there to pray verse 37 he took Peter and Zebedee's two sons James and John Now, at this point, if I was one of the disciples, it would be clear to me. 
Like you just said, sit here while I go pray. So why are you taking those three with you? But Jesus choosing to take those three was one of the stages of his separation. He had went from being amongst the supporters that he healed to moving to Olive Grove with just his disciples, which were his followers. And now he's taking his purifiers, his three people away with him. And during this time period, this was right before Jesus was about to get crucified. So this was Jesus's transitioning period. This was a shifting season for him. So this is why the stages of separation are coming in. I'm decreasing as I elevate. I'm also separating at the same time. The rest of verse 37 says he took Peter and Zebedee's two sons, James and John, and he became anguished and distressed. Verse 38 says, he told them, my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. During shifting seasons, you begin to become a new person. You're transitioning into something else. You're going into a new level, which will require a new you. So it's important to have your people around you who speak life into you. It's important to know who your purifiers are because they can speak to the weak and vulnerable you. Jesus couldn't be distressed and anguished in front of the supporters, in front of the people that he healed. He couldn't be that way in front of the followers who were looking to him for advice, who were looking to him to be the example. He was able to be his true self in front of his purifiers because his purifiers saw him in a different light. Something that I quoted in my blog is that your purifiers, your godly community, they're God sent and they're God sent because God places pieces of himself within them. So they're able to be there for you during these tough times. They're able to see parts of you that no one else can see pieces of you that no one can see but God, which is why he places those people in your godly community to be reflections of him. So as you decrease, as you go through these stages of separation, you make your way closer to God by eliminating outside noises, by eliminating people that don't pull you closer to him in the first place. If we continue to read chapter 26, verse 45 says, Then he came to the disciples, which were Peter, James, and John, and he said, Go ahead and sleep. Have your rest. But look, the time has come. Which leads us to the second point that I want you to write down. Understand that elevation requires separation, but sometimes elevation requires isolation. While talking to a friend earlier this week, God placed the word isolation on her heart and she felt like it was a bad thing. But what I need you guys to know is that isolation is not always a bad thing. Sometimes God will cause your people, your godly community to sleep on you, to fall asleep on you during the times where you're anguished and distressed, the times where your soul is crushed with grief, you'll feel like no one is there. And during these seasons, God is allowing this to happen because instead of relying on your godly community, your purifiers, which he has placed in your life, there will be times where you get closer to purpose, where you get closer to destiny, that he wants you to pull all of your strength and all of your support from him. Because at the end of the day, even your three people can't carry your cross from you they can't go to the next level for you you have to have a certain amount of inner strength inner support that only comes from your source so God will take you through that isolation in order to get you to your destination 
But the great thing about God is he allows everything to come full circle. Your shifting season isn't a one-time thing because after you spend that isolated time with God, he allows you to go back out into those supporters and now you're healing people again. And then after you're healing people, now you have followers who want to learn how to heal how you're healing. And then when it's time for you to go to the next level, when it's time for you to unlock some more purpose, he takes you back down to your purifiers. Then he brings you back down to isolation because he's going to fill you up with more before he sends you out to pour. Who child? I had a lot of words. <laughs> But I hope that this podcast makes you question or figure out what season are you in? Is it a shifting season? Who are your people in this season? And is it a time where God may be calling you to just tap into his presence so he can unlock more? All right, let's pray out. Lord, I just want to thank you for everyone that's listening to this podcast. I pray that the words that you've put within me will touch them in a place that only you know how to reach, Lord. I pray that you continuously shift us to new seasons and continuously show us the people that you've placed in our life to pour into us, to help us become more like you day to day. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. All right. Talk to y'all next week. Bye.